0: they decide to, like, send Ehud to pay the tribute. So he knows he's going, so he makes a uh, a, a dagger, Mm. a sword, right? And it's a cubit long, which is an unofficial sort of measurement. Like a yard, isn't it? I think it's officially, it's the the distance between your navel and the bottom of your flaccid (laughs) dog. Well, that's not
1: much of a sword, is it?
0: (laughs) Surprisingly enough, like, that's how we put astronauts on the moon in the 50s, you know? (laughs) They were. You know how many cubits are in your iPhone now? It's crazy.
1: Pictures of cubits?
0: (laughs) 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 There's something to talk about in marriage counseling. Why you got so many cubits on your (laughs) (laughs)
1: camera
0: roll? Full of cubits. Casey, Sam is uh not joining us today because we're at my buddy Ian's house and just got internet. I miss Sam.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I, just, I got, just got Elon's internet. Oh, did you? The yeah. Starlink? Yeah, 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 It's great. After having garbage internet from, you know, legacy companies or whatever. It's been really nice. I told my wife that uh if I ever see Elon I'm gonna jerk him off with my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You and, uh, Zelensky, you guys can tag yeah. team.
2: this duel up.
0: Yeah. So I'm joined by, uh, two of my old friends, Ian and Joel, also yep. known as the Jowl and the Jowl. Clunk. Clunk? I don't
1: remember yeah, the Clunk Yeah,
0: intermittently Clunk, yeah. depending on if he's, uh, cursing at a machine oh. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I've talked a, a little bit about, um you know my experience leaving church and that culture as a whole and stuff and uh one of the major things that like helped me shift out of it was making some friends who had almost nothing to do with it anymore just completely removed from that like church and christian world after college and stuff and joel and ian were two of those people so we uh Hung out and they talked me out of a lot of really stupid ideas that I
2: had. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it was talking you out of it, or uh, just giving our opinions that you'd never heard in your entire life. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think <laughs> that's, that's yeah, because I, I never want to change someone's beliefs in something, but I, I'm just me, and if if you like the things, I am sweet. If not, then sweet. I just, yeah, I wouldn't have ever wanted. To talk somebody out of something
0: yeah the the thing that sticks out in my brain and i was mentioned it the other day but like we were hanging out in the garage one night which is what we did we built motorcycles and stuff like that and uh we were talking about drugs and like the war on drugs and what a mess it was and conservative rush limbaugh listening (laughs) to me was like well you know someday we're just gonna have to get serious about this and put like real penalties on these drug crimes, you know, just make it so stiff that like nobody in their right mind would want to do it. And Ian basically was like, well, let me tell you 15 reasons why that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and it was like, it was exactly that. It was like confronted with something that I'd never heard before. Yeah. I don't know. And I got a wild view on drugs. I think everybody should be able to do it. You were using a few at the time. I think you go. Well, yeah.
0: Of
1: course. Most <laughs> fascinatingly, I never did at all that whole time. I I was the only nothing. one. I never yeah, you were you were like the Uncle Ian who'd like was yeah. worldly and knew <laughs> things. You were like the dude. Uncle Ian abides.
2: I was the only weed smoker of the group. You were. And then I stopped. You did. And everybody else started doing it. Yeah, why did you start? You were like getting paranoid or something like that
0: every time you did it, or something like that.
2: No, no, I was. Yeah, I was getting paranoid, but I wouldn't have stopped. I was supposed to have brain surgery. And I didn't, and I oh, read that it messes I with anesthesia, so I stopped, and then I just didn't go back to it for years, and then just more recently started smoking weed again. Whoops! It's just
0: progressively ruining your life. Now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying my mortgage anymore. I'm uh, about to lose my job. How many welfares are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> At least two at all times. You got any anchor babies? <laughs> <laughs> How did so you... Admit- I may have smoked a little bit before this. Maybe. A
0: little bit. Your own stash, too. Uh, no,
2: it? that's a buddy stash. But yeah, I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer for one year, and then I just ended up with Here's a ton. A bought, I'm sort of growing it this year by accident. Uh, one of my plants dropped a seed because I kept them out so long last year. Um, and this year there's just a plant there, and it turned out to be female, so I've got a plant in the garden that's just smaller. It's not big like my other ones, but it'll be enough to get some weed. And I'm probably just going to say, Joel, come get this thing. Yeah, yeah because
0: enough. in recent years, you've gotten much more into smoking
1: weed, right? Not much more, much period. I did not I did not smoke until I was 39. And I had started drinking a lot more bourbon. And my buddy, Mike, had said, you know, and he's older. You know, he's at the time, he was 66 or something. He's like, I'm kind of worried you're kind of drinking a lot you know he's like you really need to try weed i'm like no i don't i don't smoke it i never did i don't want to and jamie had when she was younger and then quit when she met me because i had some stupid hang up over it but um uh, he's like just you need to just try it so i was like all right look i'll try it when we go up to this car race you know i'll try it for the first time that I knew I had to do it before I turned forty because that would just be some stupid cliche. <laughs> you know, so so I did. And uh I I had a brownie with him and it was just a small amount and I felt fine. I did it the next like three nights and then I slowly smoked a little bit and then had a got way too high with Jamie's mom. Jamie. Sent me
2: a text. Oh, You're freaking yeah. out in your uh, camper van.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a traumatic experience and when people talk about the first time I got high I was just like it was just terrible. I never did it again. If that was the first time I'd never <laughs> done it again. Cause it was, yeah. So I, I got a little high with Jamie's mom and then Jamie's like, Hey, we're going to go pick up my niece." So she left with her sister and left me with her mom. The, the, uh, you know, super stoner, <laughs> you know, she loves it. And I spoke with her and we got really, really high and I had to go out and lay down in the van. And I texted Ian. And I was like, I don't know what's, what's going on." And, He's yeah. Full panic, yeah, full on panic. All and on. I fell asleep, and then Jamie comes and she's like knocking on the door of the van. I'm like, oh my gosh, hunch in and I'm like, I'm my my mechanical Seiko watch. I'm like pushing it like it's gonna open the doors. Like I didn't even have a smartwatch. i are not like smartwatches open car doors, so I like did that a bit, and then finally the she got into the van, and and I thought it was the next morning, and I looked back at my phone, and it had been 45 minutes since I texted him, but it seemed like. It was daylight again. Yeah. You overdid it. Yeah. Way overdid it. So, learned that lesson. But, um, I overdid it a couple times.
0: Well, Ian and uh, I overdid it one time. What on what
2: rock candy? Yeah. (laughs) I laid up. Oh my God. Everybody went to bed and it just wouldn't stop getting more intense throughout the night. And I was laying up by myself eating Xanax and wondering. (laughs) When am I gonna die? Not am I gonna die tonight, but when is it gonna happen? Because it happens sooner than later. Because I'm sick of being scared. Oh, that was bad. Was it just weed? You were smashing imaginary bugs. Or was it <laughs> something else too? Oh, it was weed. It was rock candy from a dispensary.
1: Oh, oh, it actually, like, a little it rock. It said like
2: 25 milligrams. Are you talking about some weird they were crocodile drug? I don't know. Two zeros on the end of that 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like uh, yeah. It was strong so we split uh a package like a package and a half yeah. between three people and we ate it at, several hours after we ate it i was lying in bed or on a couch on pete's couch uh wondering when i was gonna die <laughs> and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse <sighs> so 25 milligrams i doubt it well we did a no. classic like that's mistake. two and a half normal gummies that's that's not yeah the ones i eat now are like five million that would wreck me i don't
0: but like we did that thing where we took some and then i remember you and i being like oh, i don't feel anything like do you feel anything it'd been like an hour and so we took some more and that's when like time slowed down and- that's
1: where people get screwed up with edibles because <laughs> yeah. they don't hit you for so long and then you're like well these are crap i'm gonna take another one and then all of a sudden they start coming in and then it just comes in more and more because you're moving into the next one but that's why when people say, like, I can't do edibles, I'm like, you can't do edibles without a good friend present <laughs> to be like, dude, no, give that. Because the brownies I made take two hours. Like, literally yeah, two it's hours. Yeah, weird the, and the length of time. You're just gone. So, much. so. But it's good for sleep and
0: stuff. I was telling somebody about that this week. Like, look, you got to start real small. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter what, like, if you don't feel anything and you think you didn't take enough. Like, chalk it up as a loss that night and try again the next night or yeah. something.
1: Like, do not take more because,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just going to hit you like a <sighs> hand grenade.
1: One thing Mike always said, and it was good until I got high with Jamie's mom, but he said he's like, you can always get higher, but you can't get unhigh. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> if, if, if it goes too much, you screwed up. But you can always a little more, you know. But Maybe just jump a lake, you're good. Yeah, that's not always a good option, though. <laughs> like, tonight wouldn't be it. Just eat the fear away. I would, I would do it. Like,
0: eat everything in your house. You
1: Literally,
2: start at the eating of the ingredients, you know? I remember being a kid, or let's say 14, and smoking weed. But when I'd go home, my mom was not cool with that shit. So if she saw me with bloodshot eyes, she would just stare me down until I admitted I did something. <laughs> so the only way I could get away with having bloodshot eyes is if I was swimming. So I was just telling the story the other day. I remember walking home, remember smoking weed, and then walking home along the river and jumping into that bitch fully clothed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the
2: medicine at the time. That was it. And then I went home and, you know, I had an excuse and I felt better. Yeah. I did something about jumping in water. It just happened to me a couple weeks ago when I was camping.
1: I don't think I've... Sworn. I i could not even
2: talk straight. I kept eating edibles. And then at one point I was like, I, could, I couldn't get my words out. You, I knew, like, you quickly ramped to up too
1: here in the last couple months. Like, because it seemed like for a while you're like, no, oh, maybe I'll have an edible, maybe. And then. But I always forget because I, cause I didn't
2: smoke weed for so long. I would be like, or let's say I jump on the mower and I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably smoke
1: a little weed or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then by the time I get to the house, I'd forget that I was like, coming up here to smoke weed, get some water, and then just go mow the it lawn. It's because you already smoked weed. I didn't. I though. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. You,
0: you made a comment a few minutes ago. That you went to promise keepers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I did. So, okay. Tell so, us about that. All right. I, we, Me and my buddies threw a party in the woods and we got caught. We got busted by the cops. Drinking or what? Oh, we were all drinking. Yeah, we were all drinking. So, and this was around the same time where I jumped in the river. You're still so, shoes, wet, <laughs> shoes were still wet? Pretty much. <laughs> well, technically they were because I tried running away through a swamp and I just wasn't making it. So, uh, they round us all up, take us to the police station, and my mom's got to pick us up. Mostly, everybody's mom comes in. They're like, let's go home. Get out of here. My mom came in, and she was going to lecture everybody there. But Mm. but she did. The older kids bought the alcohol, all that shit. So, uh, she comes in, lectures everybody, embarrasses me for good reason. Uh, I mean, it was a good thing. Um, Deserved. So, then... She tells me I'm grounded for two weeks. Cool. I don't want to be grounded. Sucks. She says there's this thing called the promise keepers coming up. If you go with these other two guys, this older man from the church that you can, uh, only be, you can not be grounded for two weeks and you just go to this thing for the weekend. I still want that time back. I still want to be grounded for two weeks. You didn't share a sleeping bag with these guys. Did you? (laughs) No, not then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we went to the Silver Dome, which fits I don't know how many tens of thousands of people. It's huge. And there was like ten percent of the people in there. And it's just a bunch of dudes hugging and crying. Basically the whole time. (laughs) And it's all day. It's Saturday and Sunday. Like morning to night. The super long
1: trip service. Yeah, pretty
2: Mm -hmm. much. It's just a bunch of bunch of guys. Feeling sorry for themselves. Mm-hmm. Just a series of speakers. Yeah.
1: Do you yeah, remember a any of them in particular? Hell
2: no, <laughs> no. Because I was trying to sleep, like up in the stands. I went straight to the very top. This is where I'm hanging out. Oh god, it was bad.
0: So you it was ever, do you remember any like particular thing that was said during it? No. No. Anybody come up to you and like try to talk to you or anything like that? No, because
1: I was hiding out pretty much. No. I remember walking around the outside loop and getting food. <laughs> My dad sent me for food, I remember that. Wait, so you went and, too? Yeah. yeah, like a couple times. A oh, couple I don't veteran, remember, man.
0: like, any details of the speaking or anything. Is it the sort of thing where you, like, leave the pass, like, stapled to your parka, like a ski, ski lift pack ticket or whatever afterwards?
1: Maybe. maybe. <laughs> no, like, it was a lot of, like, this is what it means to be... A man in a like a godly sense, or uh, but so this is still like 94, hmm. maybe. So, kind of before like well, your era of youth group and such, like we had youth group, it was pretty huge, but it was different. And I, I don't even remember it being very right leaning, like my whole church I don't remember it being very political back then. And so, Promise Keepers seemed kind of Dorky to me, like as a fourteen-year-old kid, but it didn't seem like I don't what I imagined like the quiverful crap, (laughs) like you know, like the yeah, yeah, whatever it is now. Like that's what I imagined it is. I I don't know if that's true. Like I don't remember being like all that awful, other than like sitting through sermons for sixteen solid hours. Yeah. Oh my god. Being painfully so slow.
2: Yeah. I feel like that was, yeah,
0: somewhere in there, somewhere between like there and the early 2000s is when it really shifted. I feel like that's probably true, yeah. I don't know what exactly caused that shift mm-hmm. and stuff, but but that was like a lot closer to like Satanic Panic era. Was there any of that stuff mixed no, in? No. That was no, earlier. That always, I was like that was the, the 80s, yes. right? Yeah. I
1: remember that as like a little kid because I remember D&D being this bad thing mm-hmm. around church and stuff.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, dude, we all learned that shit. But, but <laughs>
1: We Even still, I lie. was 11 and 90, so I wasn't doing fun stuff in 85. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't remember much of the Satanic Panic uh, experience, unfortunately.
2: I remember it. I remember there being a, a television show on, probably on the Christian Network or whatever. I had friends who would uh, friend a family, you know, that we knew um, that would record all of them, and they had like sitcoms, and they had one show, and they used to do that, on that Satanic Panic <sighs> stuff.
0: Yeah, I feel like we got, like, watered down. It was, like, rumors of Satanism passed down a couple of generations by the time it got to us. Where, You know, and occasionally, like, they were so out of touch with, like, pop culture references and stuff that, like, we would have a big meeting, like, a big youth meeting thing. And this old prick that literally, I mean, doesn't own a TV. Yeah. (laughs) It would get up and he would talk about, like, the doors. And it's it's, it's oh, 2003. 2003, yeah. Like this the is, Doors, this is what I'm talking about too. Led Zeppelin,
2: blah blah blah. Led Zeppelin,
0: like, there's been a few bands between Led Zeppelin and now. Led yeah, you guys a dig corn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh back to your point about like church being like right leaning. Yeah, the church that I went to, which just doesn't even exist anymore. It's been torn down. Um. Not for any crazy reasons, just because another bigger church wanted to take it over. Uh, one of the guys that went to that church, I remember him. I won't name him, but he was at. He was arrested recently. I think he's. I think he's pretty sure he was arrested uh, for assaulting a police officer,
1: January sixth. Oh, whoa! Yeah. He was there. Yeah, he was there. Dang. So when I first started messing with guns again, or period really was like around time jamie and i got married which was 07 and i remember like thinking of things that seemed funny to me like i was driving delivering pizzas i'm like i need a bumper sticker that says handgunners for christ because that's just such a funny combination (laughs) this is 07 we're only talking 15 years ago but that stuck out in my head it's like like what christian would ever carry a gun like that's just crazy to know you know so there's been a you know but that was me thinking of like the the church i grew up in so you know we're talking about me at 25 versus 15 but apparently sometime between when i was 15 and 25 there was a pretty big shift in you know all that feelings towards the stuff like that yeah what christian wouldn't the, have the right hand. leaning
0: you gotta gird your loins bro yeah gird them with some smith and lessons
1: beat your plowshares into swords or whatever yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so neither – so, well, you went multiple times. So were you, like, at all, like, into uh, Christianity? Oh, or yeah, that, yeah. So you were yeah. you, like, devout?
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, we went to church all growing up, and uh, Presbyterian Church. And then when I was, I don't know, 10, 11 or so, we switched uh, to the Methodist Church in town. And then I was real active in my youth group and stuff to like, 15 or 16 when I got my license. We went on a couple – we went on a mission trip to West Virginia and like fix these houses in Appalachia and then went on another one to like Kalamazoo and fix some pretty poor people's homes and stuff and who knows if we actually didn't good or not, but went to Icthus like I was saying earlier.
2: Folks, I've known this guy for twenty years and I never knew this.
1: Never asked
2: <laughs> never brought it up. No. I don't know. You never I,
1: talked about it. No, it's just You're doing a bad job of witnessing. And I, I know, I, <laughs> and I never like lost my religion or faith or anything. I just kind of got away from church. I still feel spiritually or whatever the same as I've always felt. So whatever that means. Do you okay. remember? Go ahead. Do you remember
0: anybody that played
1: at Iclus when you were there? Yeah, Jars of Clay was the one like big headliner, and uh, Dakota Motor Company, who I like looked up more recently, and they were around for a long time, but they were alternative 90s band-ish kind of sound. of Clay had that song, Flood, and it still slaps. Yeah, I think that was a little later because uh, I, I had bought like a cassette there, which is so funny because on that trip, my uh, uh, old friend had given me some tapes to like guard me from indoctrination. and One of them was Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> uh, I think... Four Non Blondes' uh, whatever album with What's Up on it. Oh, yeah. Pretty Hate Machine from Nine Inch Nails, which stands up as one of my top 10 favorite albums. Also, of all hell time. yeah. And then, uh, 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 Elastica. I don't know what that is. Super pretty bass player. That's all I really remember. But, um, yeah. So those are like the tapes I had to listen to because I, was, I wasn't like a church kid. Like, I, but that's what we did. And, you know, I'm like, my folks, are, they've always been as cool as they are now. Whatever yeah. kind of life, but we, we did go to church and stuff, and never had any particular terrible experience with other than like not wanting to get up on a Sunday morning and go sit in church. But how long was your church? An hour.
0: How long was your church? Uh, we'd usually get there at nine for Sunday school, and then like the service would last until 12 on paper. The Southern Baptist Church I went to when I was really young in Georgia, that one. Like they would keep the altar call going until someone committed their lives to Christ. But sometimes yeah, that took that's,
2: a, that's an ours. Hour. That's how ours was. Oh, it sucks. Oh yeah, it was just too long, especially for a kid. Just way too long. You're starving. Hours and hours. Oh yeah, and then we would have potlucks. So I wasn't leaving. Well, so
1: shit. so there was some good.
2: Place. <laughs> I wanted to go fishing or do anything at the park that was right next to that. You have a, church, And the church. I'd be stuck there even longer. I mean, I had friends and stuff, but... Oh, I remember it just being so long. Plus, like, I feel like as a kid, if
0: you sat for, like, yeah. an hour, you started to get, like, that, like, like itchy butt restlessness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know if I still get that. I think my butt's, like, died. I remember my mom would send me out to the <laughs> lobby, and I would mess with the dial phone.
0: <laughs> like make like, one
1: calls <laughs> yeah, I don't know no I just play with the little the, like just yeah I remember killing a lot of time doing that which yeah maybe, maybe it was traumatic
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh I don't know it's weird how different it was between like you know because we're not that far apart now how old are you
1: 43 okay so 10 years hey, I'm guess. Yeah. I'm 35
2: yeah. Forty. 40 okay there, 40. I think. Oh yeah, Dang. I think
1: not. Not that like thirty-five to forty-three is that different now, but I think the era we grew up in, plus the like the background you had versus Looks me, like the internet. Yes, just, yeah. So that, I think I think that that like when we're you know like uh, sixty-five and seventy-three year old now is not that different, but I think there's a big difference between the thirty-five and forty-three year old because I you always have the internet, right? Like you don't really remember not having I it. I
0: mean, we got dial-up. When I was in like sixth grade or something like that—that's oh, so that.
1: actually kind of later because I think we had dial-up when I was.
0: It was two cool things, 16. okay. It was the internet and
1: 9/11 Oh, yes, yeah, so I was out of well out of high school by nine eleven, but
2: I was out of high school. I remember my brother calling me and saying, "Osama bin Laden attacked us," and I was like, "What the fuck?" Are it's you a conspiracy. About? It's not true. And he's like, "Osama bin Laden attacked us," and I'm like, "Who the fuck is Osama bin Laden?" <laughs> Like, George Bush is TV. homie. Turn on your TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dick Cheney, friend, friend of Bush from the eighties. Uh, yeah, I was
1: nineteen. Yeah, I was twenty-three. 22. I think I was in seventh
2: or
0: eighth
1: grade. I don't remember how old I was, but
0: we we went home from school.
1: I remember that. I was sleep. I was working delivering pizzas then, and down at my folks' house, and my mom waking me up. She's like, "Hey, you better." Better see what's going on on TV. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Like, oh, I knew he was going to do it eventually. <laughs> I remember when they,
0: Osama bin Laden, like, bombed the USS Cole.
1: Remember oh, that? I
0: do remember yeah. that happening.
2: In the yeah. World Trade? or Not the World Trade. Um, Oh, yeah, the World Trade Center.
0: Yeah, the
1: first. Uh, they did, like,
2: a, a you know, more uh, traditional
0: old-timey bombing. Mm-hmm. Old-timey.
1: That's terrible. Speaking of which,
0: so... I played in a golf outing today with one of my buddies, a couple of my buddies, I guess. And uh, I haven't played golf in a couple of years. And so we're, we're out of this outing. It's very like this giant dealer group. Um, and I noticed like everybody has a Bluetooth speaker like on their cart now. Mm-hmm. And they're just playing like their Yacht Rock jams while, yeah. they, uh-huh. while they golf. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about it. and I'm like, you know what you should make? What you should do is invent an app, okay? And the app's on your phone. You got this Bluetooth speaker in the cart. You push a button on the app, and it creates, like, an audio distraction. So everybody looks away, and you can kick your ball back <laughs> <into the fair> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> So I was trying to think of, like, what would be the best way to do it, and I'm like, man, what if you just, like, push the button on the app, and it was like, I'm a rapper!
2: <laughs> <laughs> What? What? That'd be a good distraction. Foot wedge, you know. <laughs> that would be effective. Yeah. Last time I went golfing, because I don't golf often. Last time I went golfing along the course, came across a pair of women's underwear. What? Yeah, and all I could think was, how much money did somebody pay cart that beer cart girl to take her for home. her underwear? Yeah. But why did they leave it then? If it's so. <laughs> <laughs> or paid for more, whatever. I, I mean, mean, somebody got paid something because they were just there. Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make any There's sense. There's no way
0: that these get here, you know, organically. Yeah,
2: and that's a biohazard. <laughs> on the course. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie always
1: talks about all the stuff she finds by the trash and stuff. Like She works at a park service. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and just some rather like dog collars and condoms like weird <laughs> combinations of <laughs> things laying around yeah. oh it's condoms everywhere yeah but with dog collars and such things, yes. these people are using them yeah like the no people monkey monkeypox. i mean good good on them for being practiced and safe we always like
0: whenever we're hiking or hunting or whatever else you know we try to take like a bag with us so yeah if there's trash we pick it up yeah and usually your trash bag gets full to the point where you can't pick up anymore so you have to leave some or whatever but we we're in florida this spring on vacation and we went to this beach it was on sanibel island and uh we're like out on the beach walking around there's some garbage there so i like just picking up a couple of things that i can carry on our way because we're gonna pass a trash can you know yeah and, Picked up something, I'm like, what is this? And it was a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just one of those like, um. like recoil and throw it. I just like like picked it up and I'm <laughs> like, no idea what it was for a second. And then I'm like, oh. Ah. April's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh. I'm holding a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I don't know no. Who's Yeah. No applicator, just the Oh. Just the pillowcase or whatever, just the cork. Oh
2: my god! Oh, yeah, but it's safely off the beach. Traumatic it's experience. not going to get lodged in a turtle's nostril or anything. Like just- you don't do nice things. What was her reaction? She just laughed. <laughs> so oh, I'll never be clean again. Your hands will never ugh. be clean again. I, you know, I'm not like.
0: I mean, I don't want to. Pick up tampons, but like or condoms or anything. I know like, you have I'm it. I'm not like a. I don't really stress out about germs very much.
2: If I pick up a tampon, yeah, you yeah. tampon. It I'm burning like, skin off my hands.
1: This is like, over again. I picked up your empty beer bottle, or even a cigarette butt. This is a little different. It wasn't like there was no like visible. Uh, Yeah. Discharge.
0: No. (laughs) No. It was like just a piece of cotton, but it was just like you know what it was, and that was enough.
1: This is terrible.
0: But yeah, I just went back to the beach. You know, shower off in the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. Rub rub a little sand on it. It's clean. Rub a salve. (laughs) It's like that uh, lava soap.
2: Of all things. You could have picked up a freshly filled condom. That would have been maybe worse. That, okay. That I would, I would freak out a little bit if I did that. Okay. Um.
0: So I thought it would be fun. So what I've been doing is uh, I've been out of church and stuff for so long. I like to think that I've got a good memory, but I'm finding that like a lot of Bible stories that I knew at one point, I don't remember much about anymore. And I figure that's even more the case with you two.
1: Yeah, often. for
2: sure. Um, Old
1: age. I just make it out.
0: anyway. Well, I've got one that I think is particularly fun uh. and uh, impactful. Uh-huh. And I think it could have potentially have like a real impact on your guys' life. All right, cool. And it's the story of Elg- Eglon and Ehud. Names ring a bell at all?
1: No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, so this is an Old Testament story. Who are you talking about now? (laughs) There we (laughs) go. We're off to a good start.
0: (laughs) So, uh, this is an Old Testament story. It comes from the book of Judges, which is basically like a chronological uh, telling of how dumb the children of Israel were, like over and over and over again. Very judgy
1: of the children of Israel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, God was in favor of being judged towards them too. Mm. Um, it, it's funny going back and looking at some of these now, because when I was young and hearing it, like it was very much part of the, the culture was like, the Bible is 100% true and to be interpreted literally. And what you're reading is not a story. This is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need to like memorize it. And, you know, we looked at like, some themes and lessons and stuff like that from it. But it wasn't like we really dug deep into any of them. And looking back at some of these stories, they are <laughs> wild. <laughs> so uh, in, this, in this period of time, there's, uh, there's two countries that are involved here. Okay. So you've got Israel, which had moved into the land of Canaan. You know, Moses led them across the desert and they mm-hmm. settled in this area. And they slowly like, you know, Genocided everybody out of it. And uh, they butted up against several other nations that they just had like continuing like Hatfield McCoy feuds with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of those nations was Moab. And. With the Jeeps
1: off road? Yeah, right?
0: Same thing. Yeah. So the Moabites were descendants of a guy named Moab who was Lot and his daughter's son. Oh. There's this real cool story where uh, you know you, Sodom and Gomorrah. Are you familiar with that one? So yeah, the Apple
1: McCoy thing is probably pretty accurate because then we're talking about little know, little you know, family ties. Yeah, because yeah, sorry that was a bad joke. <laughs> Can't be a winner every Got time. Got real
0: Game of Thronesy. Yeah. So uh, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah for being too gay. <laughs> And uh, yeah. Yeah. Lot and his family were spared because mm. God viewed them as righteous, right? Right. On their way out of this city that's just being destroyed by, like, you a know, uh, heavenly airstrike. <laughs> He's just throwing yeah. fire rocks mm. at them from the sky. Lot's wife and his son, I think it his son, don't quote me on that, uh, looked back yeah. at the yeah. thing. Yeah. They turned yeah. into a pillar of salt. Yeah. Right. So Lot and his two daughters escape the city out into the desert. They're hiding out in a cave, having lost like half their family and everything mm-hmm. they own and all this stuff. Uh, not the best of times. Yeah.
1: It was probably the worst of times. I mean, other right. than like two daughters. Well, it's
0: about to be the worst of times. Oh, okay. So uh they ended up um, getting Lot. The-, the daughters were concerned that they were not going to ever have children. Is how oh, the story's how told. Is how the story's told is is wild. Looking at it, and I'm going to do a deep dive on this at some point. But <laughs> basically, they they in the the way the story's written, they got their dad drunk and then took turns sleeping with him to get themselves pregnant. Oh, yeah. Which, knowing how modern situations like this happens, I I'm a little I'm a little doubtful of the uh assert you know the the assigned motives <laughs> there. <laughs> But they end up getting pregnant both. That the dad,
1: the, the the you're a little skeptical that the dad was that drunk, or that, that they really the dad, want to the, have babies. That the dad was like the innocent
0: party that just wanted to have a drink, yeah. and these vengeful daughters like right. sexually assaulted him and stole yes. his seed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably idea? all their fault, just like it says. But right, right, um, yes. So they end up with two sons. One of them is Moab. From him come the Moabites. Okay. And they're kind of like Israel's grumpy neighbor uh, throughout the period that we're going to be talking about. The other one is the, they, I can't remember what his name is, but he is the father of the Ammonites, which is another group that occasionally causes some trouble. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because the Moabites had like this common ancestry with Israel, apparently God told Israel like, hey, uh, don't genocide them completely, you know, just, just be a bad just neighbor. Yeah. Right. So Moab is settled. It's like the area east of the Jordan River and the Dead Sea. Right. So they kind of butt right up to each other against the Jordan River. Um, but Israel was kind of like the uh, taskmaster of the Moab Moabites. Mm-hmm. Like they had to they were kind of subservient to them. They had to pay tribute to them. They were sheep herders. So, like, they would have to pay them in, like, lambs and sheepskins and all of that kind of stuff, right? So, they have kind of like this long history of, like, uprisings and arguments and whatnot. Uh, and so, at one point, the Moabites decided, like, we're sick of this and we're not going to pay tribute to the Israelites anymore. And they kind of gather some allies and they gang up and, like, they, they, there's an uprising. Mm-hmm. So, Israel, like, is basically getting the crap kicked out of them until finally, like, God looks on them favorably. They kind of storm in. They surround the Moabite capital, capital, and the king, in an act of desperation, like, murders his son on top of the walls in an act of sacrifice. And even though the Bible kind of, like, looks poorly on that act, (laughs) they, they win, and the Israelites are pushed out. Oh. It's really weird. They serve this god named Chemosh or something like that. That I know, it's a strange so, thing where so the Israelites didn't win in this story. No, weird. It's strange because like God looked on them favorably and heard them repent, and He was like going to grant them victory against them and stuff. And then this guy like cuts his own son's throat on top of the wall, and boom, they get pushed out. It doesn't really match up with wait. The old so old he
1: theory. cuts. So it is. Israeli cuts the throat.
0: No, the Moabite king kills oh. his own son. So and pushes Israel
1: out of the land. Oh, oh, pushes Israel. Okay, I got you. That's what I was confused Yep.
0: Yeah. So they they basically like they kill like seven thousand Israelites according to like their records, and they were independent for two centuries. Um, so that's where the story gets interesting because Israel is kind of like the shoes on the other foot. So Israel sort of like the client state of Moab and they have to pay tribute to them and they're really tired of it. And they like cry out to God for deliverance. So that's where the two people that we're going to talk about come into the story. Oh, yeah. So King Eglon is the king of the Moabites at this time. And the Bible describes him as being uh, a, a big fat dude, like kind of goes out of its way to talk about how fat this dude was. <laughs> <laughs> There's like several mentions of it. It's a little rude.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a book of judges, I mean. Yeah, right. What right. do you expect? They cut like any of the pictures that I saw of him, he's got like the real curly squared off beard and uh, then like yeah. the flat top conical hat. He's got like that Nebuchadnezzar drip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: all the villains and all the Bible artwork. Always looked. Yeah, it's real
0: Babylonian with it.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Curly beard.
2: Uh, Dude, people need to bring back those square beards, though. Oh, some people have them. They're kind of awesome. But not curly. Just, like, comb straight and just cut flat, square on
1: the bottom.
2: I don't like the straight beard. It's better the
1: scraggly stuff, especially if you can't grow a beard on your cheeks. Like, you see them younger guys. You know, just of curly squared like, neck beard. Guys, please just, just shave. Just you totally please. have
0: a customer that that's like that. Oh, it's yeah. like an older dude. He's short and. Uh,
1: the beard doesn't grow here or here, really. It's all just. It's like neck. Because it covers up the turkey neck. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> it. Uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> it's
2: or, cheaper than that,
1: though. You do this all the time? I don't know. Just don't have that. Just, you're not fooling yourself. Just settle into like, your just, turkey neck. Just don't have a beer. Like, you're, not, you're not dating. Like, just quit it. It like, might change. Yeah. My mustache <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, get yeah, thick yeah. till I was in my forties. My mustache sucked. And now it's really it's thickened up. In my forties, literally. So, so like there's hope for mine? no we gotta be (laughs) no but
0: i mean yeah (laughs) it's
1: so bad yeah
0: (laughs) i know i try it like i'll let it go for like five days once in a while just to see if anything's changed i did it recently and it was
1: (laughs) jamie saw some dude at a concert and thought he looked awesome she's like you need a you need a mustache so my
2: mustache doesn't grow down it grows out so, uh, so I do. there's if, a lot of if, strategic if I throw it out, My mustache will grow out four to five inches before it makes any descent whatsoever. So it's yeah. like a like a fucking canopy on my lips. Take the way backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. You can't do just a
1: mustache. I gotta trim that. That's again you go through with the clippers. Oh, this guy that I was
0: talking about, this yeah. customer that we have. So his all grows like out from like jawline down. It's almost all of it grows from like there down. And you can tell he bought one of those beard straighteners that they advertise on Instagram all the time. Because like I went in there to talk to him one day and it's just straight. It's like pin straight, but then it like curves outward at the bottom because he's been doing this all, but like looking yep. down all yeah. day. So he's just always of, like. always playing with it? Dude, yeah.
1: you're playing with your mustache or beard. You don't need one.
0: He's got like a ski jump.
1: Don't put your hands on it. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Anytime
2: I've grown up my beard out real big, my hands are probably always in it. Hey, you shouldn't though, man. Why? I don't know. It's touching my fucking face, it's dude. T- what the matter my hands are in it? I just...
1: just it's it's not a good look.
2: <laughs> You've been picking up tampons with those hands. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. I, you know what? No. Thankfully,
2: I haven't picked up a single tampon ever with this hand.
1: Or this hand. I don't mean it's gross <laughs> that you're doing it. I just mean like you just look like somebody who's not used to having it. Like you just now got a beard, and then you look like a child or something. I don't know who who well, knows? I don't I'm know. judging. We're talking really about the condescending book of, judges. of yeah. beard and
2: facial. This hair. guy should write stories for the Bible. I'm astoundingly condescending. Hey, you you're just what? not paying attention. You know what, Jal? Yes. it's 2022. And it people have hair.
1: They do. It. They do.
2: Sometimes I like to put their fingers through it. <laughs> 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 no clothing was removed during the recording
0: of this podcast. But yeah, so uh Eglon's big fat dude, big square beard according to the artwork mm. and um not doesn't seem particularly bright. So the Israelites they like call out to God for forgive, for forgiveness and deliverance from this and there's this dude in the tribe of Benjamin named Ehud, and uh, he's like a lot of the dudes that pop up in these books where, like, he kind of comes out of nowhere, there's not a lot of descriptions of him, it's just like, here's a cool guy, and Ehud's left-handed, which was like an anomaly, apparently, at the time. Right, so, they uh, they gotta pay the uh, Moabites tribute, constantly, and they decide to, like, send Ehud to pay the tribute. So, he knows he's going, so he makes a uh, a, a dagger mm. a sword, right? And it's a cubit long, which is an unofficial sort of measurement. Like a yard, and isn't it? I think it's officially, sort of. it's, the, uh, it's the distance between your navel and the bottom of your flaccid dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not much of a sword, is it? <laughs> Surprisingly enough, like, that's how we put astronauts on the moon in the 50s, you know? <laughs> They work. You know how many cubits what? are in your iPhone now? It's crazy. <laughs> Pictures
1: of cubits? <laughs> <laughs> that is something
0: to talk about in marriage counseling. Why do you got so many cubits on your phone? camera roll
2: full of cubits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, I think it's like a foot long, mm-hmm. a little more than a foot, and it's a double-edged blade, All right? What? Which will get you arrested
1: when you're 17 and pulled over in Holly, Michigan. I, I hear really? That. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you do hard time in <laughs> no. the Nobody. Holly
0: penitentiary? No, but It
2: does sound like something that would be true, though. <laughs> I'm sure it is true. It
1: is. It is. Because
2: you can have a blade on one side, but you can't have that shit on two. Yeah. you're so it's also we so had twice as deadly. I don't know if you remember, but in the back
1: of like, <laughs> in the back of like popular mechanics or whatever, you could get like six knives for ten ninety nine. They'd be like, you know, they were garbage. They were They were like they were awesome, but they weren't sharp <laughs> or anything. So we, so my buddy got Swap some. And, yes, and the one knife was like made to look like there was an edge on both sides but there was not like it wasn't sharp at all we it, it was like blunt i remember the end was like round flat we used to like toss it around like play with it like it was a you know but it wasn't sharp it was in the car i got pulled over because i was speeding and he searched the car and found that because he was sure he's gonna find drugs but again never smoked any weed till i was 39 it was a <laughs> long time sound before that. like a dollar store butterfly yeah and yeah. he ended so i had hair like i do now and it and a friend of mine she had given me this like big daisy hair clip thing. it was the night, you know whatever she's like so I wore it I like and then I stuck it in on my rear view mirror in the car like that day after school, you know, girl busy something whatever, and so I got pulled over and he ticketed me for speeding, which yeah a cracked window, stuff hanging off my mirror, and I got arrested for that stupid knife. And then I, uh, they took me down to the police department. My buddy had a cell phone.
0: Were you in Ferguson, Missouri? No, it was in
1: Holly. And yeah, they, and but my buddy had a cell phone like in '96. And he called my mom. He's like, Yeah, you like your son's getting arrested, <laughs> yeah. or drug dealer. What are <laughs> the... Yeah, one <laughs> of the other. I don't know. I know. I, I'm sure there was '96. Yeah, literally. Because, because I, he had a 12 I just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I head, I'm not sure. I need to get a hold of him soon. I'm talking forever, but so yeah. So anyway, I go to court. It's a felony because carrying concealed weapon because it was for real. Yeah, they put me under the Youthful Trainees Act, which basically meant you didn't get in trouble for six more months, and it got like expunged, and it's hidden because things have looked up in there That's and insane. nothing came up. So that is such yeah. a
0: dumb. But, yeah, Waste of everyone's time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I got my fingerprints and everything. I loved it. And I had my photo taken and everything. I would so... If I could get a copy of that picture... You probably can. I'm sure there's an archive somewhere. Yeah.
2: Micro Check the sex offender registry. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: <laughs> Thank you, but
0: no. Neighborhoodwatch.com. Right.
1: <laughs> no, wouldn't that be cool? Like your own bug shot when you're a teenager. It <laughs> would be cool. <laughs> like
0: Jimi Hendrix. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, I've got, I've got Jim Morrison's mugshot framed in the fall. My buddy gave it to me. Just He's like, I thought you would dig this. And it was like. How old were you? When I got arrested? Yeah. 17.
0: Oh, man. That guy just wanted to ruin
2: your life. So it was late 96, yeah. early 97. That stupid. Mm-hmm. I remember getting caught with nunchucks one time. <laughs> nunchucks? <laughs> they were like buried in. I'm like. <laughs> we got pulled over. We were in Flint. And I don't know. We were just driving around. So we ended up in Flint. And I remember getting pulled over, and my car was just a disaster. And he found trucks in there, and I got read the Riot Act over those things. And I didn't, I didn't even know how to use them. I just had them. Like I wasn't, I'm not a fucking ninja. I'm not using those things. And that guy was telling me all sorts of illegal. They're illegal. I've got a concealed weapon in the car. So I, sir,
1: changes. I am not dangerous. Like these are answer. actually
2: <laughs> deadly things. It's two sticks and some rope. <laughs>
1: Much more of a danger to you than anyone else. Luckily,
2: I got away. I didn't get a felony charge. Yeah,
1: I didn't either. But I might have been eighteen at the time. You did get a felony charge. I did, but it was you know I did
2: completed my. You shouldn't be able to vote, sir. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we we got pulled <laughs> over so much because we red. had long hair. Like that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's like a that's like a B movie in the seventies.
1: Yeah. Dang hippies! Yeah, no, like I cut my hair. Like a, Is a, you, wait,
2: you said that's when you had your long hair? Yeah, Damn, I got so pulled it was, over so bad. too. We're I talking probably, like we got to give everyone an idea of like your long hair because your long hair it was long. was like Michael Bolton in his prime. Yeah, With beautiful, <laughs>
1: yeah. big, the big, big hair. For for you can't see this, folks, but. Half my head shaved right now just to, like, make it so this isn't huge. Like, I've got a lot of hair. <laughs>
2: Dude, that shit was voluminous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I got pulled over. I – I, it was over 35 times before I cut my hair. And then since I cut my hair, I've been pulled over probably eight. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I didn't change it. You know, we – but, you know, we'd be dumb and, like, driving from one friend to another and the car had a burned out taillights where – Taking the side streets. We get pulled over because we look like we we're just like cruising around. It's like, no, we we're just trying to dodge the cops. he <laughs> you know I mean? was just hoping to avoid My buddy's funny. car was so trash. The cop was searching. He found this broken Daisy Red Rider BB gun that was the the shotgun. When somebody called shotgun, we'd give him that. Like, Treason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The cop's like, what's this? We're like, it's a broken BB gun. Like the lever didn't stay. It was just flopping. Really? There was nothing left. <laughs> It was a red rider to begin with. Like, You'll know, pull your eye out, and that's about it. It's like one step away from just like holding up his own fingers and <laughs> yeah. being like, What <laughs> 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 do you Yeah, I, like Straight blazing saddles. <laughs> I don't hate cops at all, but they are pretty annoying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You
2: know, I was just ta- having this conversation about how your relationship with police, once you're not really just like out just doing stupid shit all the time and you're just a normal Mm -hmm. person like normal person i don't mean that i mean like like you know you don't have anything to hide you're you're abiding by all the laws or whatever how your relationship with police completely changes yeah not you casey because i know you have nothing but issues with the cops every time for some (laughs) reason they hate you Everybody loves you but cops hate you yeah i feel like it's toned down in recent years
0: Nowadays, like, I just admit whatever I was doing, and it usually gets me out of it. Like, I've I got always been over, that way. Uh, I got pulled over earlier this summer for being on my phone, uh-huh. and the cop like pulls me over, and I'm like, Hi,
2: uh, what's going on? He's like, I uh, saw you using your phone, and I'm like, yeah, I was. <laughs> Can you not talk on your phone? You got to do hands-free or something? Well, I mean, I wasn't talking. Oh, you are texting Watching a movie. Watching a movie.
0: Yeah, something along that. And ones. recording I watching a, a documentary.
2: I was learning about
0: fluoride in the water. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it is funny how that goes. I feel like that era, like that point in your life, though, gives you some perspective on how other people feel about cops, yeah. though. Because, like, I had a this whack job in Lynchburg when we were going to college there that pulled me over every time he saw me. And would like make me get out of the car each time, and he was nuts. Yeah, no, nothing like that over here. But he like, uh, I don't know. He was just a weirdo and had like a, a vendetta against me. I had that orange Titan at the time, mm. so I was easy to spot. Yeah, I wasn't even doing anything. He'd pull me over. He'd be like, "I saw you cross the line." I'm like, I oh, okay, I don't know what we're doing here. And you realize in those moments that like, oh, I have no recourse here. Yeah. Like. He can do whatever he wants to be, mm-hmm. and there's nobody here to see
2: it. There's nobody yeah. here to
0: protest that, like, you're just at this lunatic's mercy. But yeah, somewhere
2: like that. There's a, there's a cop that I sort of know who makes me uneasy. Really? Yeah. Like, just just the feeling of, from the first time I met him just made me yeah, uneasy. Yeah, we been talking about him before, yeah. And there's other cops that I know that are the nicest guys you'd ever meet in your entire life. Just super, super cool, nice dudes. Um, I think overwhelmingly, probably most of them are pretty cool. Probably. The there, thing there, is, there are some bad ones. The thing is, is you're going to remember the bad ones. You're only going to remember those bad experiences for the most part. You're only going to remember those that are going to stick in your head because they're just traumatizing. Yeah, and like what they do
0: on a national stage is usually pretty iffy. And there's clearly something that happened that was bad. And they just like the union just comes out and like blocks all attempts to ask questions about it or investigate mm-hmm. it or whatever. You, you guys are clearly like circling the wagons around the worst in your ranks. Yeah.
2: All right, this conversation got a little too serious. Yeah, I <laughs> think so. Uh,
0: Okay, so Ehud makes this dagger double edged, not a butterfly knife no. that we know of, but it could have been a belly thong?
1: You know, that's what they're typically <laughs> called. Coldsteel.com.
0: Really?
2: Uh, I remember you sending me those videos all the time. Chop some You ordered and some everything off of that site. I had a few for you. You ordered every single thing. You were pre ordering all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were begging to buy stock in the company. Uh, oh they, my gosh.
0: Yeah, like they have the best sales pitch. It's like an overweight man in a tie,
1: uh,
2: bending swords.
0: And <laughs> yeah, every single like sword chopping pig carcasses with a katana oh. to like uh <laughs> duty
2: free uh new metal music. <laughs> yeah, because it was a straight up Tim and Eric episode. Every single <laughs> advertisement for blue steel, blue cold steel, cold blue steel. steel, cold steel. Go
0: to YouTube and look up cold steel knives, it's, and you'll. It's so much fun. <laughs>
2: it's Tim and Eric. It's not trying to be Tim and Eric, but it ends up that way. Yeah.
0: Like Dr. Brule could enter the stage at any time. (laughs) So he, uh, because he's left-handed, he hides this sword on his right hip. Mm -hmm. Right. So he goes to Moab with the tribute that they're supposed to pay the king and, uh, goes in to see the, uh, you know, the very portly King Eglon. And so while he's there in the throne room or whatever, uh, he tells the king, like, I have a message for you from Jehovah. And the king's like, okay, well, yeah, let's hear it. And he's like, it's a secret. <laughs> and so his servants and stuff all exit the chamber. They had checked him, but they checked only his left side because that's where people hide swords.
1: It's not like left-handed people didn't exist.
0: Yeah, it was just like more of a genetic anomaly. Sorry, not... He was God's only non-accident left-hander. All the rest of them are accents? I think so. Oh. I think that's a different section. That's really harsh. <laughs> but yeah, so he snuck Judging. in the dagger because he's left-handed, right? Right, right. So the servants all leave the quarter, the chambers and uh, King Eglon's like, well, what did God say? And he's like, it's a secret. I have to whisper it in your ear. And I think he just like wanted to get a was butterfly it, kiss or something. it I'm going to show you my cubit (laughs) Okay Captain Moab So uh, he goes up Close to the king When he gets close to King Eglon Ehud whips out his His cubit sword And Stabs King Eglon In the (laughs) belly And literally like in the bible It says two things that are Great about this Right, so first off, it says that he stabs him in the stomach, and he's so fat that the his stomach just eats the knife. Huh? He loses the knife inside the guy. Oh, so he the whole knife? Yeah, gone. It stayed put. He ate it. Didn't leave with
1: him. It probably caused him some serious discomfort. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had a sliver that's been working around my thumb for a while. Imagine it be like that. Was there no guard thing on it? Hilltop.
0: Uh, is it uh, apparently not? Is it an ice pick?
2: <laughs> I don't know what kind of swords they were making back then. But uh, yeah, he. It's a kind where you stab something hard and you cut your own fingers off.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, That is so true. Like stabbing somebody with a kitchen knife is like such a bad <laughs> idea because you're gonna leave your fingers in
0: there, gut. <laughs> True. They said that the blade poked out his the back the back of him, and uh, when Ehud pulls his hand out, he doesn't have the
2: sword anymore, and he's like, "What?" And he just left it there. Wait, so fat that he stabs him, loses a knife. This is a cubit. So this is King Elonge or whatever. This, <laughs> yeah. Who is this? This is the Moab king's Egon from Ghostbusters. Right. Okay. This is, his cubit was eight inches. So you're not getting... Eight inches isn't covering somebody. You lose the knife and it pokes out of the back. It poked through the back. You didn't lose it. There's the knife. Well, he was sitting down.
0: Maybe it like... stuck the Into not, the back of his chair. Maybe
2: your cubit... I don't know, your cubit. It's probably like 14, <laughs> but... I don't know. It
0: doesn't hey, make any sense. Hey, look. It's scripture. It's God's... It's the inspired word of a God. a and half. 18 inches.
2: Okay. Well, so the dude wasn't that fat. Not
1: to brag or yeah, anything. But, but it sounded like he stabbed him. <laughs> it poked all the way through, like the pink cushion when it flips upside down. You step on it, they stab you through it. I remember that happening once. So that's what poked out, you know? Yeah. And then when he went to pull it out, his hand slipped off because he didn't put a very good hilt on the knife or a handle. Something. He should sure. put a hand guard on it. That have just pulled out like a trench knife from World War One. it's like brass knuckles. He didn't do that, though, did he? I guess not, but that would have been cool. Yeah, but it's so Sweet so... looking. Yeah. yeah. 18 inches, though. That's...
0: Uh... The Bible's going out of that's its a way big, to call this. too fat. I mean, yeah.
1: if he was like Jabba the Hutt.
0: Okay. Yeah, How maybe? much was sticking out of the back? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's not as specific about that All part. Right. It, okay. I'm not surprised. We just have to trust God that it was a reasonable amount.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're getting hung up on a weird detail here. Yeah, there? so uh,
0: the next detail on? is more fun.
1: Okay, okay. So, so he stabs him he and it's. pulls his hand out with no dagger,
0: and it says that his dung spilled on the ground. Also, oh, he perforated
1: the bowel. <laughs> so
2: yeah. He just stabbed him. It was a gunshot. Uh, right? the shitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Ehud. Ehud pooed. <laughs> was it Ehud? No, Ehud was the, the, the stabber, not the stabby. Yeah, Eglon was the. Uh...
2: The the the, the stab. fumbler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it had to get on Ehut's hand, right? I'm sure there's a lot of poop. Yeah, in there. especially because he cut his fingers. He's fucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's gonna get pink out of the hand. He's got, he's he's got salmonella. He's got E. coli. <laughs> <laughs>
0: got water park legionnaires. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't drink the water. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he could find some sand to rub on it, you know. So he's probably fine. Yeah. So he gave him an enema, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. a primitive violent one, <laughs> <Yeah>. knife enema, <laughs> and uh yeah. Dumped his, <laughs> spilled his turds, <laughs> So, uh, Ehud's like, <laughs> probably like, gross. Oh, yeah. no, my hand. <laughs> and I'm going to get out of here now. So, he flees the, the temple chamber or whatever and locks the doors behind. So, uh, King Eglon's slumped over on the throne with uh, his feet covered in his own turds. <laughs> Disemboweled. And dead. And his servants are on the outside. And they're like... King Eaglon!
2: Are you okay? They,
0: it says in the Bible that they didn't... Want to go into the chamber. Because they figured he was... <laughs> he was taking a dump. <laughs> it says that in the scripture. No way. Yes. A they dump? assumed that he, <laughs> well, that's modern
1: translation dropping the biblical news <laughs> that's that's new casey deuteronomy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they so
0: yeah. they literally like <laughs> didn't want to go in because they thought he was taking a dump in his like private chamber right and so they waited around on the outside nervously for it doesn't really specify how long eventually they, like, knock the door down and, you know, find out he had taken a
1: dump. He <laughs> should have been.
0: Yeah, right. Like, th- literally. <laughs> he pooped the throne. Yeah. So, uh, Ehud escapes yeah. the palace. Yeah. He goes back to Israel. It says he blows a trumpet and summons, like, all of the local forces and whatnot. It says he blew a trumpet. King Eglon's dead uh let's go so they go back into moab they kill 10,000 fighting men all strong and able bodied an oddly specific number yeah. yeah well you know earlier i said that like when the the moabites rose up it said that they killed 7,000 people but that also said like that includes, like, women and children and this and that and the other. It says like, that, when, that
1: Like, I, I, I don't mean to shock you, but that includes women. Like, what? <laughs> right. Like,
0: oh. 7,000 people died, and some of them were young. <laughs> so, so, if people. you
1: don't count them as a whole person, like, what does that say?
0: Well, when the uh, Israelites went back to Moab yeah. and slaughtered them, yeah. it says they killed 10,000 able-bodied
1: fighting men.
0: Oh, because they're... They're good and bad,
1: good, uh, yeah, they're good, uh,
0: principled. That's just not how they do their genocide most of the time. And they reigned over the area for 80 years because most Those of were. them
1: were dead. Like, hey, you person, do what I said. That there's only one. <laughs> they killed all the able bodied people,
0: pretty much, yeah, Terrible. and they lived happily ever after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what about this ego dude? Whatever happened to him? What was he, uh, what do they call that? I, I think I read about a dice ex machina and like the author doesn't know what to do, so he likes says, like, well oh, God fixed it. Boop. And everything was better. Like, here, here's this dude. Hood. Yeah, I don't know if there's <laughs> and then
0: and then he and then he gooed away. I don't I don't know if they talk about what he did afterwards. I didn't read farther into the story, but uh this section of the Old Testament is a lot of like the Israelites were not. And then a guy rose up and killed a bunch of people, and he was good. Mm. And then we go right back to, like, and the Israelites were naughty again.
1: Mm.
2: So why even let them rule at all? Why why let the Moabs have anything? I, uh, Just keep yeah. the Israelites in check? Like, hey, you're getting a little out of control, so fuck you guys for 200 years. Bottle Those- of these assholes until somebody stabs the little shit out of them. This is kind of how they talk about other people in that time
0: period. Is hmm. like God used them to spank the Israelites for being naughty. And then when they said they were sorry, he let them massacre
2: them all.
0: <laughs> 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 they outlived their usefulness, and so they all had to die. Yeah. I need to start reading the Bible. It's, it's more fun than I remembered, actually. Yeah, like, I think, it's got some I wild, wild stories. It would be fun. There's lots of fun incest. There's funny poop stories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait.
0: So, uh, are you guys, if, if Jal, if tonight you hit a deer and died on your way back to Holly, do you know where you'd spend eternity?
1: I feel like this happened to somebody's skateboarding. With bone was sticking out of their elbow or something. <laughs> I just read about it on your <laughs> Instagram. <laughs>
0: What do you mean? Are you guys ready to accept well, Christ as your savior? I hope
2: nothing. That's my hope. So when you die, nothing. It's just nothing. Just it ends, and there's nothing left. It's just it. Dreamless sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I hope for. Yeah, that thought seems more and more appealing. Like the older you get, when you're a kid, that sounds awful. No, that's what I wanted as a kid. I remember my first like thinking about maybe this was like uh commitment issues or something i had as a kid maybe early on but the idea of spending eternity anywhere when i really thought about it this is when we were going to church and i was like a christian kid i wanted to be baptized i chose myself and all that stuff but the thought of doing anything for eternity gave me actual anxiety oh yeah and even as an adult how i deal with you know anxiety now or how i know how anxiety feels now it's exactly what i thought when i was a kid like I don't want anything for him. The best thing in the world. It could be. And they were teaching us, you know, their streets are paved with gold or whatever, which seems like a fucking giant waste. <laughs> like, I don't want gold streets. It sounds like it'd be really hot streets. And let's put gold on something. <laughs> yeah, like really hot streets. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get traction in your, your car bar. toes. You gotta wear shoes. I <laughs> gotta buy shoes. <laughs> yes. That's a lot you of don't so I don't want to wear shoes. My shoes wear
1: out. I gotta find I a buy, heavenly cobbler. Yeah, I need some of the gold street to buy more
2: shoes. Gotta get cobbled. You go uh,
1: places other than Walmart if you didn't spend all your gold on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope that
2: someday I can afford shoes from REI.
1: Yeah, in no, heaven. No, I'm at the point
2: now where if I'm wearing just regular like shoes, I'll just buy Walmart shoes and just wear those. And then I have other shoes that I wear if I'm going somewhere. But it's just like every day, I'm just wearing cheap shoes.
1: Wear the
2: out. They're comfortable. They slip all over the fucking
1: place, but <laughs> they're all right. <laughs> so allegedly, that's like the chicken tax. The same reason our pickup trucks are expensive. And foreign pickup trucks are expensive here. Allegedly, I don't. This is uh, I hate going on record of saying this, but like allegedly, oh, here we go. That when there was some trade embargo with Asia with chickens, poultry in the. 60s, I think. I This is probably all totally wrong. I, do you have show notes or anything? <laughs> so, uh, and I'm just going to let please. you be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so, but it, uh, part of it was like trucks. was there's tariffs put on that. And that's what makes Toyotas and such so expensive here because they had a tariff. But part of it was shoes being imported. And Walmart shoes have felt bottoms and they come as slippers and not as shoes. Mm. So they're not taxed the same.
2: Alright, Casey, go in after this, edit everything out that's untrue, and put in truths, Yeah, and we're good. Yeah. So
1: I don't know how well, in, accurate I in we, no, we don't.
0: all have rubber shoes
2: and there's <laughs> no such thing as tariffs. Well nice. no, that might be true. Still just want it to be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Think about like so I have an addictive personality, so when I get into something I get into it super hard and I like, I, I like I love it, I love it, it's all I want to do, and then I just despise it forever. So am I just going to do that if I go to heaven? Am I just going to do that over and over again? It's you like, cool, really... I'm going to ride this side-by-side around. I hate those fucking <laughs> things. I don't want to touch a side-by-side <laughs> ever again. Well, they always did a
0: bad job of, like, pitching heaven, it seemed like. Yeah, because Gold Streets,
2: it's it's not that appealing. <laughs> but What? <laughs> Like, like asshole came up with the idea <laughs> that a street made of gold is appealing to anybody, but like, except for maybe like a Saudi shake, they want gold street. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have street. that already. Got I just want a normal street. Like <laughs> it doesn't have to be gold. Give me nice weather, but then bad weather. I want bad weather too.
1: The line I don't and want the, lamb the same thing all the time. Too. Huh? The lion and the lamb thing, like. They like laid down together, but I'm, you know, like they got along. Mm-hmm. But it was like the lion still got to eat something, and I remember that like being like this sticking point for me when I was little. And like as he went out, like wait, well, so then, but what was the lion gonna start doing? Eating the same stuff as the lamb does makes lions seem a little less cool. Yeah, and like just didn't make sense. Yeah, and
0: I would say that it's probably figurative language that's supposed to mean that everything will be peaceful, but. I know that every word of the Bible is true and to be interpreted literally. So,
2: yeah. They're going like to have sleep
0: over parties. Ed
2: Mother Teresa, chilling. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. They always told us that we were just going to like
0: sing songs. Ooh. Like we were going to praise God forever. And I was like, I, I think everyone was like, that's that work. terrible. Did we even work to go to work? And then if you for said, eternity. like, they would sometimes mention that, like, maybe that doesn't sound good to you. And you might not to think about why you don't like praising God. It's like,
2: so like, you're gonna this is to a heaven. nice thought. Uh, and if it's not like shame on you, you should go ponder why you're. Yeah, exactly. Back. You're going to go to heaven. You're going to wish for something. And they're going to be like, shame. <laughs> All right, cool. I can do anything I want, but I'm still going to get shamed in heaven. No, I don't. I mean. What would be the perfect heaven? You do whatever you want. Well you do that for a little bit. You don't appreciate shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda like the uh you know, stereotypical like rich guy who has everything and he's just like <laughs> you know, almost just like inhaled a, a lit joint.
2: <laughs> yeah, almost touched it to my lips, the lit part. Uh, <laughs> Which is
0: a super fun uh YouTube rabbit hole to go down is just people like trying to smoke tiny joints and suck.
2: Their throats, dude. If YouTube was around growing up, it'd be like a hundred of those videos of me just sucking a roach down my throat. <laughs> just video after video of violent coughing and sometimes, oh, puke. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, do you remember we you old stories? But we don't have time. The Cinnamon Challenge, Davis's Grudge. Yeah, I t- saw a video of Jason somewhere. Completing that. The Jason? Yeah. Jason over there. Mike's friend. He ate a whole food. dude. No, no, no. The other Jason. Well, I'm. Wait,
2: wait, what? Right now. What's the last thing? Letters C? C. Oh. Yeah.
1: He ate the whole you thing. You found a YouTube video? He, no, it? no. I had it like oh. in my phone somewhere because I videoed him doing it he completed the chat. He ate. Oh, he... well, this is a left field conversation for people on the podcast. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, reel me back in.
0: Yeah, all right. right. So that's a uh, that's I'd a like consistent thing that people bring up. That like uh, heaven always kind of sounded like it would suck, and people like got real stressed about it.
2: Yeah, do- doing anything for eternity is stressful. Like doing any like being stuck in the same place for eternity,
1: but so, like, not places, existing for an eternity. Like I so like existing so much that I that bothers. Me. Like oh, see, that doesn't bother me at all. No, I do not want to be done. I don't want to wrap this up. I think it's not something I want to do.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't want to
1: die. die unless I have a guarantee round. that there's going to be <laughs> doing it again. Something to look forward to. It. Yeah, I'll do it again. What if you just do it again? that do it all over again. Yeah,
0: what if you get reincarnated as
2: parking lot seagull? <laughs> what if you get reincarnated <laughs> as the king's shit and end up on his
1: feet? <laughs> well, that was in ancient times, so that's not
2: <laughs> Time
0: is a flat circle. Like the earth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: wheel. spokes on the wheel of cop because
1: yeah
0: well uh thank you two for joining me it was yeah, great yeah. to Thanks see you guys again. Us
1: on the podcast yeah this is an experience
0: yeah so uh if uh, you enjoy the show please leave us a review wherever you listen to it Our podcast spotify wherever and uh if you want to come hang out and join the conversation find a link to our discord on our social media so uh thanks for listening catch you next time